Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast, a podcast about becoming the best versions of ourselves, growing through experience, learning new tools to help ourselves and those around us, taking a leap of faith through our own intuition, and giving each other positive and encouraging advice and all-around love. How is everyone doing this week? I am honestly doing much better than last week. <laughs> last week, I was really sick as both Zach, my boyfriend, and I tested positive for COVID-19. Um, it was not fun in case that was something that you were curious about. Um, I had a fever and a constant headache and honestly just my whole body really hurt. Both of us were really lucky though. Um, we definitely had a milder infection infection than honestly probably most people. Um, Zach did lose his sense of taste and smell for a while, but I think as of today, it's slowly starting to come back, which is really cool. Um, but he definitely wasn't happy about that. Um, but I'm not going to complain. I have taken the time off that I had to get a lot done, which is awesome, and much needed personal time with my pups and our new kitten, Sage. Um, This episode, just to give you guys an idea though, but this episode was written over the course of last week when we were kind of first diagnosed and we're still definitely feeling pretty sick. So even though I'm talking in during the whole episode, it's going to be talking in present tense. It was present tense as of last week. I know that sounds really weird, but I promise kind of as we go along, it's going to make a lot more sense just because obviously I couldn't write it in future tense and it takes me about a week to write an entire episode. So Mm, sorry, I just really needed some tea. Let's just jump right in. So this week's episode is all about surviving quarantine. And I know this might seem a little late as the pandemic started a hot second ago, but I do know that many people are still in quarantine or throughout the next couple coming months, especially, um, you know, as winter comes upon us, many more of us may find ourselves having to quarantine for varying amounts of time. For me, my pandemic experience hasn't been too rough, rough or isolating compared to some to which I'm thankful for. Um, I lost my job back in March of this year and was unemployed for about a month or so, so not a super long run of time, but still enough time to be worried. Um, I spent that time in my one-bedroom apartment with my dogs, and let me tell you, that was a very isolating and lonely time. Um, I'm sure many of you who live alone can relate to that, but after about a month or so, the restaurant that I worked at opened back up for takeout, and I started working out five days a week again, which was really great. I honestly was extremely grateful to start working again. Um, I know that a lot of people did really enjoy having that time off, but I really missed having that social interaction since I do live, well, I did live by myself at the time. I also was really lucky. Um, I was lucky enough to be working with most of my best friends, and so I was able to see them again while at work. Um, Yes, it it was really nerve-wracking, especially in the beginning, as we knew even less about the virus then than we do now, but... At that point, I knew it was really important for me to A, be working as I didn't have tons of money saved to not work. Um, I couldn't just, you know, sit at home, especially before the unemployment stimulus package kind of was in the works when everything first happened. It was just, you know, you don't have a job now. So that was really, really scary. But also B, um, you can only talk to your dogs for so long before you go crazy because they don't respond. And um, I lived on myself. So, um, in May, actually, my company began the process of opening a new restaurant, a new restaurant during a pandemic. Wow. That's crazy. Trust me. (laughs) I know 
I know it's crazy. It was really strange. Um, it was something that had been in the works before the pandemic started. So we were talking about this in January and February about how this new restaurant was going to open and then March hit and we were closed. And then in May, um, they just decided that we were going to do that again. So one of my dear friends and I slowly started transitioning over there as new management team. Um, in June, we had our grand opening, and since then, I've honestly just been battling and navigating the hoops that the pandemic has left us to jump through. Um, I've learned and grown immensely, and now, well, as of when I wrote this, November, Wednesday, November 4th, 2020, while writing this article, I am quarantined because, like I said previously, I tested positive for COVID-19, um, which stinks. Um, I'm not going to go too much into detail of being sick, and I know that I kind of talked about it in the beginning of this, but I don't really want to talk about it too much, especially just because I had a mild case and due to being healthy and young, haven't had too much of a difficult time fighting it off. Um, but I will be talking about what to do when you are graced with more time inside your house than ever before. So the first and honestly most important point I want to make to you is about being stuck in quarantine, that you're not stuck. It's paramount that you stay positive during this time because negativity follows negativity. It's an easy path to find yourself on, but one that you have to stray from. At times, when you catch yourself following the negative narrative, negative narrative Flip it. For example, in replacement of, I am stuck in my house for two weeks, I am saying, I really needed some rest and time off of work, Now I have two weeks with my loving boyfriend to rest and do all of the things that I wanted to accomplish. Or instead of thinking about all the things that you could be doing outside of your house, like, oh, I really wish that I could go to the store right now or just go out to dinner, try, I've been wanting to try out some new recipes and this will actually save me money using what I already have. Changing the narrative to be positive in any way you can is going to help switch your mindset completely. And in times like this, having a positive mindset is one of the most important things you can have. If you're catching yourself in that negative narrative thought pattern, try try this writing exercise, okay? On the, so you're going to get a piece of paper and a pen. That's all you're going to need. On the left side of the paper, going down, write all of the negative thoughts you're having and feeling about quarantine. Kind of like the examples I just talked about. Then, on the right side, across from each across from each statement, change it to the positive and continue doing this. Continue to find the positive and change the narrative and it will change your thought processes, your thought pattern. The second point is more of a reminder because I think many of us were active in this area of our lives in the beginning of the pandemic, but maybe have been slacking off lately as this way of living has, you know, kind of become our norm, right? But that is put effort into all of your relationships your family and your friends, especially those who live far away, all of them. I know that I'm guilty of this. When the pandemic first occurred in the U.S., I spent a lot of time on the phone with my family. Um, for reference, they all live in Chicago and I live in Colorado, so that's about a thousand miles away. But um, I remember I was FaceTiming my sister and my brother all the time. I talked to my mom. Um, I definitely reached out. My family is fairly close, um, but I was reaching out to my cousins and my aunts and uncles and just, you know, making sure that they were okay and kind of seeing where they were at. But as of late, I've definitely failed a little bit on that end. I haven't been as active when it comes to keeping up that contact. And now that we have more or less settled into this new world, um, we need to take this as, you know, we need to continue that path. So this is a reminder, call your mom, call your grandma, write your aunt a note, FaceTime your best friend, call them and keep calling them. Then after you call them, (laughs) you can make a list of goals things you want to accomplish during the time of quarantine. 
obviously depending on how long you're going to be at home will affect what your goals look like. So for me, I'm slowly going to be home for two weeks and then I'm going to go back to work full time and that's out of my house. So my goals are going to be ones that can be accomplished during that time. Comparatively, my sister is currently working from home during the pandemic, so her goals may be more intense and long-term. But this is a look at kind of this is what my goals looked like. So I had complete two episodes of This Is Your Life, come up with five new episode ideas, practice yoga three times depending on energy levels. This is extra easy yoga. We're not talking hot yoga here. We're talking lay on the mat and stretch your legs yoga. Meditate for any amount of time every day. Take down Halloween decorations. Two date nights, inside, obviously. Bring out the Christmas decorations. I realized that the two decoration goals probably should have been next to each other, but this is honestly how I wrote it out when I was making the list, so I'm just going to be real with y'all. Also, I realized that it's November, um, but I don't decorate for Thanksgiving, so to me, it is Christmas already. Happy holidays. Zach and I watched The Grinch the other day, and it was fabulous. The new one, um, Jim Carrey one is definitely the best one, but we watched uh, the new animated one, which I think I've seen like a bajillion times at this point. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's on Netflix if you're looking for it. Anyway, off track. Okay. Um, I want to paint mugs, uh, play Dark Souls for funsies, which is um, a video game on the Xbox that Zach has that I am not good at. (laughs) Um, Clean the apartment at some point. Again, depending on energy levels. Journal every day. Talk to the fam bam at some point. Rest and enjoy. So along with my goals list, I'm crossing them off each time I complete one. And... um, Well, at this point when I was writing this, I had already completed taking down the Halloween decorations and bringing out the Christmas decorations. Unfortunately for me, we don't have a tree yet or many decorations at all, so there's not that many up, but I shall be ordering some online so that I can do that during this time I have off of work. Um, Now that I've had definitely another, you know, I've had a whole week since I was kind of writing this episode out, I've accomplished a lot more of these goals. Um, Oh, excuse me. But... I definitely have some to go. So, I also, what I do want to point out of my goals list, something I want to point out is the depending on energy levels goals. I think I mentioned two of them, which would be clean the apartment at some point and then um, the practicing yoga. I think that note is very, very, very important to have on my list. Because as stated previously, while writing this episode, I am sick, so my energy at this very moment is fairly low. But I'm getting better each and every day. And hopefully, we'll have enough energy to be able to do those things sometime next week. Um, I added that note because I don't know what next week is going to look like. For all I know, I could get worse or better, so in the event that my health continues to grow in an upward direction, those are my couple goals I would like to accomplish. Um, Obviously, since writing this... That was last week, and this week I have much more energy, and I have been recovering really, really well, so I'm going to be able to do those things, but when I wrote it, I didn't want to force myself to do it. Um, you can tell that I kind of made a variety of goals. Some are geared to assist me in improving professionally, some are for my mental, physical, emotional health, and others are just for fun. I also made it a big point to have the last goal to be rest and enjoy. I tend that we can all take note in this because I specifically, I mean, I specifically wrote this for myself because I tend to be a very extreme person. I am zero to a hundred in no time. And so I always need to be aware of that side of my personality. 
In this case, that could mean I could focus too much on the rest side of things and not get anything done and just sleep. But it also means that I could push myself too far, believing that I am recovered more than I actually have and cause my health to decline further. Obviously, I don't want that. Don't get me wrong. When you are sick, your number one priority is to rest and recover above all else. But I also know that I am the type of person to milk that. I will lay in the snow globe of a bed that I have. My comforter straight up looks like that fake fluffy white snow. And I will watch videos on my phone all day. But I really want to, if I can, use that time I have to work on my podcast and do all these things. So it requires a balance. So if I don't make goals, even when I am feeling better and are able, I won't be productive. But on the other hand, if I don't remind myself to rest and recover and enjoy the time I have, I won't. So my goal list is overall geared towards balance. I want to dive into a couple of my goals, which I think can be really helpful to other people and make this experience more more enjoyable. First up is date night. I've seen a bunch of different takes on this, but I think what I see the most is picking a consistent night a week that is going to be your designated date night. If that works for you, that's awesome, but um, Zach and I are going to be doing it a little bit differently. Since we're only quarantined for two weeks, we're going to do two date nights, and we're actually doing them the same week, one on Monday and one on Wednesday, because we're taking the first full week to recover before anything else. I'm taking Monday, which is um, today that I'm recording this, and Zach is taking Wednesday, and we are both responsible for planning a surprise date night. It can be whatever we want, we can cook or order food in, but it can't be boring. Apparently, um, I'm going to say this really quietly in case Zach is listening, apparently he's already figured out what he's doing, and as of writing this, I have one thing planned for us. I'm still figuring it out, but I told him to dress nicely, and I'm going to play slow, sweet music, and I want us to dance a little. We haven't danced in a long time, and it's something we both really enjoy doing. Um, I'm thinking maybe we'll order in, like, some Italian food or something, but I'm not really sure. And honestly, it is Monday at 12.19 p.m., (laughs) and I still haven't figured it out, you guys. I'll let you guys know next week what we ended up doing because I'm usually pretty good at coming up with ideas for stuff like this, Um, but I only have like five more hours, so pray for me, wish me luck, send out some positive energy. But this is an activity or exercise, um, whatever you want to call it, this date night thing, is so good for us as a couple, right? because it's keeping our relationship exciting and fun and even though we are basically in the same room 24 7 we still get to enjoy all of those things right i mean reminder we live in a one bedroom apartment so not much room to roam second up to bat on my list um, my goals list is to paint mugs you're probably wondering why i chose this to dive into as it's pretty self-explanatory and most likely only applies to a certain number of human beings but hear me out it's all about hobbies exploring ones you already have and finding new ones when the pandemic first hit i did a lot of exploring into new hobbies i think a lot of us did but that's not the only thing we can do Explore ones you already have. If you were one of those people who got into painting or reading or making bracelets or sewing or what have you during that beginning period of coronavirus, it might be time to pick some of those hobbies back up. Revisit what you learned and explore it further. Remind yourself what you liked about those things and how you can fit those hobbies into your daily life so it wasn't just something that you did in the beginning of 2020. 
one of the things that I really enjoyed during the time in the beginning um, was painting. And I haven't done much painting since I moved into the new apartment, but I've decided it's time to reinvest my energy into that hobby. I was previously loving it and I thought it would be fun to try painting on something other than a canvas. So I chose a mug, specifically a campfire mug, because I think they're super cute and slightly different from the mugs I already own. The great thing about it is that you can use acrylic paint to paint on mugs, which I already have from my earlier painting escapade, but it can also help with one of my other fun-oriented goals, which was Christmas decorations, and it's an activity that Zach and I can do together. Boom, bang, bang. As you can tell, I'm now killing it on the goals front. Speaking of doing things together, let's visit the importance of time with and time without. This can be applicable to your spouse or maybe your roommate or family member, whoever it may be that you're experiencing this quote unquote sabbatical with. I know you do not wish to want to walk out of this experience with negative emotions towards one another, but that's a possibility to be wary of, right? Maybe you had one too many arguments. Maybe your sister wouldn't leave you alone, or your boyfriend wouldn't stop playing games for two seconds, or your girlfriend wouldn't let you play games for two seconds. What Zach and I have found that has worked the best is making sure that we have time together as well as time apart from each other. And as I mentioned previously, we live in a one-bedroom apartment together, so if we can do it, you can do it. Normally, what our Well, it's become kind of a routine for us, and that kind of looks like we have breakfast together, and usually we'll watch an episode or two of the show we're watching, then we clean up, and then we tend to go separate ways for a while. I'm usually getting work done, depending how I'm feeling, I may take a nap or read or work on one of my goals. Zach, on the other hand, usually will work on music, and then a little while later, he'll play some video games with some of his friends. In our apartment, we're really lucky we have this little nook that has a desk in it, like it's kind of... um, cut out into the wall almost like a bookcase but it's a little desk and Zach has all of his um, music recording and producing equipment there so that's kind of where he works and then I tend to flutter between the living room and our bedroom. If I had to estimate I would say we probably spend about four to five hours apart each day before having dinner and then watching a movie before bed and those four to five hours are so critical. It keeps our lives separate, our days different, and our experiences distinct. It keeps us independent individuals, which is something that we both pride ourselves on, and it's something that we're not ready to relinquish to one another. It also means that when those four to five hours end, we're delighted to see each other again, as if we had gone to work that day. If we were spending every waking moment together, we would both probably lose our minds, to be honest. Don't get me wrong, I love Zach to the moon and back, but I can't spend that much time with anyone. So my recommendation here is to ha- is having that separate time and space. Have a de- designated space where you post yourself up for a while, away from the other people in your house. Possibly your bedroom, your kitchen table, your basement, maybe it's your backyard or porch. Bring with you whatever you need for a while. Your computer or iPad, your phone, a quality book, and your favorite snack. Hunker down for a couple hours, complete one of your quarantine goals, and maintain that separation of being your own person for a while. If you do happen to reside in a house or apartment where either it's a lot smaller, maybe you live in a studio with other people, or there are a lot of people who live with you, try putting in some headphones and creating your own zone through your mind. Okay, that might sound 
a little weird at first, but you can create a bubble of space for yourself. Take a couple minutes of meditation to visualize a bubble around yourself that no one can penetrate. Mentally block yourself off from the world for a while. Moments like this can be really powerful and are moments that you want to fully embrace and take advantage of, especially in situations like this. If you have noise-canceling headphones, that is even better. Pop those bad boys on or in and isolate yourself. Turn on some soothing music, I'll link some in the show notes, and zone out. Tell those around you, hey guys, I'm going to go get some work done for a while. Please let me be in my own space for a little bit. I will come back when I'm ready. Respect their space and they will respect yours. Again, please, please, please be aware of your energy levels during this time. If you are sick, do not push yourself to complete goals that your body is not ready and prepared for. Give yourself ample amount of, ample amount of time to rest and recover because above all else, that is our number one goal during this time. Even taking a nap in another room can be enough space while also allowing your body to regain strength. Guys, above all else, separating yourself from those you live with has been the biggest key to maintaining a positive relationship that both Zach and I found. And if I could stress anything any more than I already have, space and time, with and without, and finding the balance are key. Allow yourself to enjoy this time as much as you can because trust me, There is going to be a day where you wish you just had two weeks in your house or two weeks by yourself. Like I stated before, I'm going to link in the show notes a list of my goals so you guys can kind of see them, some soothing music to block out the world with, and also the mugs that I ordered to paint on. If you guys have any requests for topics, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, this is your life. Mm -hmm.